I'm Becky Hennessy. This is the Path of Imperfection bonus episode, Living Through. Well, don't hold your breath for any fancy pants music or fancy introduction because none of that's going to be happening today. It's <laughs> just me and you guys, just us, nothing fancy, just raw stuff here. <laughs> I am really excited to be giving you this bonus episode. And honestly, I am terrified. Because it means that the time has come to let you know that I am changing the name and the focus of the path of imperfection to living through. Now, the path of imperfection has been all about embracing ourselves as humans, embracing each other as humans, one imperfect step at a time. And we've been doing this alongside one another. Our journey over the last two years has been side by side. I'm on the journey. You're on the journey. We're all on this together. What holding space for imperfection has done for me, though, what embracing my humanness has done for me, is it has led me to living through. Now, let me explain. I have been a trauma therapist since the beginning of me being a therapist since 2007. Prior to me becoming a therapist, I worked for the Division of Child and Family Services, which is the state agency that investigates neglect and abuse. And so when I became a therapist, I was comfortable in that space of treating those kinds of things. And I felt called really to that specialty. It's This is a place that I feel like God has needed me. And I felt that I was able to hold space for trauma really well and navigate others through theirs really well. So that's why I chose this specific field. Now, there are times when folks enter into the space of helping others through trauma because they themselves have been traumatized. So once they get into a place in their own journey where they've worked through the thick of their trauma, once they've become shame resilient, once they've grieved, once they've recovered their worth and their identity and trust, they become a guide in a sense for other folks. So sometimes that means they become a sponsor or a coach or a therapist, whatever. My why in becoming a trauma therapist was because that's where I felt called to, to be. I didn't have a specific event or situation that led me here. In 2014, I partnered up with somebody who specializes in addictions and treating addictions. And so I've been focused on relational or betrayal trauma for about the last six years. Again, I entered that space because that's kind of where I knew that God needed me. And I'd done trauma before, so it was a really good fit. Well, I can just feel my heart racing. I can just feel it like in my chest. In February of 2019... I became aware of significant betrayal in my own life that had been occurring consistently for the previous 15 years. I'm not going to go into detail about that right now, but I think it fair to say that a year and a half ago, my world completely shattered. Everything that I knew to be true and real wasn't anymore. Every aspect of my life, my family, my marriage, my work, all turned upside down in a moment. You guys, I thought I knew. I thought I knew. I wish that I could apologize <laughs> to every single client that I saw in a trauma space or in a betrayed space prior to 2019 because you think you know, 
And you don't know what you don't know. What I know now is that I had no idea. I had no idea how physically painful, how emotionally painful trauma could be until now. And now, now I know. Since February of 2019, I have had to live through. I have had to live through the truth of what was versus what I thought was. I've had to live through the pain of betrayal and insecurity and shame and all of the things living through became my life. Now, here's the thing. About six months in to me living through, I had this conversation with God. (laughs) And those of you who know me, you're just going to laugh because you just know that this is true. I had this conversation and this is how it went. Okay, God, I am sure that there is some kind of meaning in this and that at some point you're going to want to use me as an instrument in this space. And that's fine. Whatever. Like if that has to happen, okay. What's going to happen is I'm going to master recovery and I'm going to master healing and trust. And when I rock at it and when I'm really, really good at it, when I've completed it, all the things, when I've come out on the other side, then I will do your will. I'll do whatever it is that you want me to do in this space. But here's the thing. No one, aside from Jesus, ever masters recovery or healing. That isn't even a thing. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm always going to have to navigate betrayal. But what that does mean is that as I'm recovering my worth, as I'm recovering my identity, my trust, there is always more growth and more work. You don't get on the other side of this. God doesn't just leave me how I am. He continues to grow me. And the more and more that I lean into this healing thing, the more I have to live through It's the ultimate paradox. If recovery and healing has taught me anything, it has taught me to trust in his methods, to trust in his timing, and to trust in his process. So here I am. I am showing up here as someone who has been betrayed, as someone who has a special set of skills that have a little to do with my education and professional background, but much more to do with my own rumbles and the darks of the night. Now, I want to clarify something. When I talk about my recovery or recovery in general in this space, I am not talking from a space of me being a co-addict of any kind or codependent or recovering because of something that I have done wrong. When I use the word recovery, I'm talking about a process or an action of reconnecting to something that has been lost or forgotten or taken. Brandon Patrick, a fellow therapist and warrior who was fighting the good fight, worded it perfectly by saying that recovery is about recovering your worth. So for me, when I say my recovery, I am talking about that recovering my worth, recovering my identity, recovering trust. Some folks call that healing. Some call it recovery. I'll probably jump back and forth. What I want to create here 
in what this podcast is now is a space where we talk about principles of recovery, principles of healing that we can also apply into our everyday lives and relationships. I've heard a lot of folks in recovery, I've said it myself, in fact, say that they wish everyone could experience recovery or healing because of what is learned and gained and practiced in the process. It is so valuable and so amazing. I have tried living with. I have tried living and. I have tried living by, beside, instead of. Living through is the only way that I can live now because I know what that is and what that means and what living through creates for me. Living through allows messy and discomfort and pain, and it also brings this clarity and peace and growth. It is hard, but it is 100% worth it. I am stoked to talk about living through with you. I am scared out of my mind. I am scared for a few reasons. One is that even though I hope with everything in me that living through will be a fit for you, I know that it might not be. And that is hard for me because some of you have been with me from the very beginning. I am scared because I have no clue what this is going to become or how it will become, what God needs it to become. And I'm not holding the reins. And that makes me super nervous. I'm going to just be honest. I'm also terrified because I haven't mastered it. I haven't figured it all out. I am still in spaces that hurt. And I am still heavy in my own recovery and in my own healing. And I'm expecting this process to be vulnerable and authentic and for there to be plenty of face plants of my own that you all are going to see and incredibly messy. You guys are going to hear my dumpster fires on wheels going downhill towards dry weeds in real time. So buckle up. You guys, I don't even know how to end this. I don't even, I don't have a tagline. I'm sure that we'll come up with something together, hopefully. I just, I just want to thank you I want to thank you for holding space for me and for showing up here. I honor that time that you're here with me, and I value that. It's a big deal, and I recognize that. I want you to know that. We'll talk soon as we join hands in living through together.